this latest episode of Combinations, the podcast from North Staffordshire Combined Healthcare Trust. One of the reasons why we created this podcast was to provide a space and a platform for service users to tell their stories. And the story you're about to hear is a fantastic example of that. Marcella tells us a story of alcoholism, recovery and hope. In the story, she refers to the support she's had from our services One Recovery and the Edward Myers Unit. If you want to know more about these services, you can go to our website, www.combine.nhs.uk and search for One Recovery or the Edward Myers Unit. But now, across to Marcella. My name's Marcella Nixon. I was brought up in Ireland. I've got three brothers and three sisters. Married my husband 25 years ago. And um, I've one son. I've always been a drinker, but I think it escalated when Ryan left home and my husband was working shifts and all the running around I used to do suddenly stopped. And I was in the house and the house stayed clean and I thought, well, it'd be nice to have a glass of wine. Unfortunately for me, that glass of wine went from one glass of wine to two glasses of wine, to a bottle, to two bottles, and it escalated from there. It, it took some time for me to kind of say, right, myself, you know you have a problem, you have to actually physically say the words. And once I said those words, I, I felt a bit better about myself. At the time, Paul and I were in the kitchen. I didn't know this. They were in the kitchen going, well, you can't wait that shift because we can't leave her on her own. I had no idea any of this was going on because in my head I was just having a little drink and going to bed because I thought I was still in control. Because I'd go to bed at 10 o'clock and i think, right, you had so many hours sleep, you'll be grand to get up, get in your car, drive to work, do your job, which I still did. I still did my job, still went to the gym every day, every like for 40 minutes every day. Um, came home, prepped the dinner, got everything ready, the house was tidy. As far as I was concerned, everything was grand. Up until the point that I was feeling sick constantly. I was, I couldn't eat. I, I, it's not, well, it's not that I couldn't eat. I didn't want to eat, I hadn't got room for food. I'm thinking about it now. I was probably thinking in my head, well, if I do eat, there won't be room for the drink. That sounds cringy, don't it? So it came to a point, I don't know how it came to this point, but I was sat in the living room one night and same other nights I was drinking me drinking everything and I just thought, no, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what came into my head. But I thought, I can't do this anymore. I just had had enough. So I burst into tears and I told Paul and mine and that and straight away Paul's brilliant and found one recovery and went down there and I spoke to a lovely man and I said to him, look, I know I've got a problem and I need to like deal with it and stuff. And he discussed everything with me and he said to me, unfortunately Marcella, it be, might be 10 weeks before you get an assessment. So I kind of came away feeling a bit deflated and thought, well, I've got 10 more weeks for drinking. That's the truth. In my head, I was thinking, well, I've got 10 more weeks. And I thought, oh, no, that, that's enough now. I, I've totally had enough. Um, so again, Paul got on 
to the computer and the internet and he found a, a rehabilitation place in, in Ireland. So that was a private, re, private rehabilitation place. So I went over, did the three months, thought, great, everything's great, I'm coming over here and I'm all sober and everything. So, um, did me three months, came out, without realising when I was actually in there, I was in a bubble because we had no contact with the outside world whatsoever. I got back home and I realised that I was finding very hard to go to go out and to socialise and to be around people and and I had an appointment at the doctor's on the 5th of October. So the morning of the 5th came and I got up and I was, I was wound up like a spring. I was shaking with anxiety and with nerves and everything. And I thought, I know, I have a great idea. I'll go and get a drink to stop me. Calm me down, calm me nerves. I never made it to the doctor. Never did make it down to the doctor. Finished off the drink and that started it again. And when I started drinking that time, it was worse than all the rest of the time. Absolutely ten times worse. I started seeing things. This one I was lying in bed and like I say, I don't know whether I was asleep or awake or unconscious or whatever. And Paul was standing in front of me and he was holding a post-it note in his hand. And he was and he looked over at me. He looked at me and says, this is your fault. And he started melting. Actually, in front of me face, he started, it was like watching a candle just melt. I was like, no, that doctor's appointment I was supposed to keep, I'm gonna have to go back to. So we got up and went and got my bloods. Went down to one recovery straight after doing the bloods. And spoke to a lady called Arlene. She was absolutely lovely. And Again, she went through everything with me. She was so nice. And she said to me, unfortunately, we're sorry. Yeah, when you came the last time and you were told it could be 10 weeks, she said. So I came home and I thought, right, that's it. We're gonna to have to stick with this now and wait the 10 weeks and get me assessment. Well, I don't know where it came from, but the next day Paul phoned me and said Arlene had phoned him and somebody had decided that they weren't going to accept the bed and if I wanted it I could go in Monday morning. I went into Edward Myers on the Monday. I wasn't completely with it. I was still I was very tired, I was very lethargic, but straight away somebody came in and says, Welcome Marcella, this is gonna be your room. We'll look after you in here and everything. I think I slept most that day. I know people came into the room on and off that first day and said, would you like something to eat or whatever. I think that was actually the first day I've actually slept properly in years. And it wasn't until probably two days after, maybe the third day that I started kind of coming to. I was living again, I was alive, I was taking stuff on board, I was interacting with people. And not just people who were in the same position as me, with the nurses, with the staff, with everything the staff and I mean every single one of them from the ladies that went around cleaning the wards and stuff to the night staff to the nurses the doctors they were so 
nice. I had went to see the doctor this one morning, but she went through a lot of medical questions and and then she explained to me, she says, Marcella, they, the doctor's actually got in touch with me because you're malnourished and we need to get you back up to, you know, to, and I'm thinking, malnourished? I don't know if I can say this, but I thought people that were malnourished were like people on the adverts. Now the nurses and the, um, I don't know what you call it, the trainee nurses, the ones that come in part-time, every day one of them would turn around and go, right, whoever's up for a walk, I'm here, I'll take you for a walk, and they'd take us all round Lyme Valley and back up. You know what I mean? And they took the time for that. Like I say, in the evening card games, they interacted with you. That was, that was, that's one of the things I keep harping on there. They just made me feel like a human being, like a person. They didn't look down on me. They didn't say, you know, oh, you're a waste of space. Or they looked at me and thought, yeah, she's not well. We're going to get her better. On a Monday, we'd all group into the, <coughs> the living room. And we'd go around tell our stories or what you wanted to say or what you didn't want to say, it was up to you. It wasn't so much, like I say, a, you know, a therapy session or anything. It was just talk, and actually, because of the way they are, because of the way they were with me, it went in. Um, when I was told that I was being discharged from Edward Myers, seriously, I cried my eyes out. I begged them to keep me there. And they were just straight at me and said, look, Marcella, we're discharging you tomorrow, you could stay for another week, another 10 weeks, you'll still have to go out there. Things, But I planned myself anyway to go down and see Arlene down in one recovery. And I'd gone down to see Arlene and she was saying, oh God, you look well, how are you doing, what are your plans, everything else. And I just happened to mention to her, oh, I'm thinking of changing my jobs because I think with listening to everybody mixing things up if I'm not like rigid with my routine. There's actually a recruitment drive up at the hospital for a company and they've all different positions. He says you're more than welcome to go and I was like yeah I'm on it. So I went up, went to all different stations because I hadn't been for an interview for a few years and um, I hadn't brought enough CVs with me so I'd given out my CVs to the to the ones I'd been to and uh, I was offered a position with them in uh, the cost coffee in the hospital and like I said yeah I'll go for the interview and that and I went for the interview and the manager there she was lovely she was really nice and I thought yeah I could give this a go you know see how it goes and stuff and I went and Everything's just falling into place and it's great now I work different times, different days, so now every day is different. I honestly, for, it probably sounds silly to somebody else, but for me, every day is completely different. It's not get up, go to work, go to the gym, get the shop and come home, sort the tea out, have a glass of wine. I don't know when I had time to drink. So the combination between Edward Myers, One Recovery, The Hub, I don't know how and I don't know why, but everything just slotted into place. And um, But when I was leaving Edward Myers, 
they don't, didn't just leave it at that. I'm on medication now. For me right now, thank you, it's just not good enough because of the just way it's... Because they actually gave me my life back. You know, the honest to God, I got, and that's from my heart, they actually, just the way they treated me. Yeah, the medication is one thing. They can do that for everybody, but it's the way it made you feel. It's just, you know, I wasn't a down and out. I wasn't a horrible mother or a lazy wife or just the old drunk. I was a person that was sick and he helped me. That's all I can say to him. Do a fab. We hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast from Combined Healthcare. If you'd like to find more, you can go to us on SoundCloud, soundcloud forward slash NHS combinations, or you can search for us and subscribe for automatic downloads in iTunes. Thanks very much for listening.